Hello and welcome to the WACA podcast. My name is Amelia and today we're joined with Hilary Bailey, who is the counsellor for RISE Young Persons Resilience Service. Welcome Hayley, it's great to have you with us today. Would you like to start by introducing yourself and telling everyone what, what your role is at RISE? Hi there, yes I'm Hilary, I'm the RISE counsellor for the Great Minds pilot scheme through the, the WACA Alliance. Um, I offer a confidential and safe place for young people to talk helping support through issues affecting their personal well-being, um, try to help to build resilience, suggest some coping tools and strategies to try to help them through difficult times. Lovely. So obviously everybody has good and bad days and fluctuations in mood are very normal, especially amongst teenagers and young people. But when would you suggest that a child needs to seek specialist mental health advice? I would suggest when an individual identifies that their worries are impacting on their daily lives, often it can be something that builds more and more when they're finding some things more of a challenge that they wouldn't normally find. Yeah, lovely. And um, how can a child access RISE counselling? So if a, if a young person, whether they're able to go to the GP alone or at the moment it's currently phone calls, if not via a parent, they can ask the GP for some counselling support and the GP can do a referral to myself. Um, I'll access the referral form and then put the appointments together as, as soon as I'm, I'm able to, as soon as I've got a slot. The same applies for the schools as well. And when a child wants to speak to their GP about it, do you have any tips about how a child should prepare or what, what sort of things that they should cover during the appointment? I think it's just being themselves really and just explain how they think things have changed for them, um, where they feel like the needs are in getting some support, just expressing what's, what's really real for them and what worries them. And how can a child maintain good mental wellbeing at home? So don't feel that you're alone to talk about how you're feeling, you know, express to others how you're feeling. Sometimes we can bottle up. Lots of young people explain that they don't speak to the parents because they're worried about adding to the parents' hectic lives or they might have a lot going on. Um, and I try to reassure them that a parent will probably be aware if there's something that doesn't seem quite normal how the young per how their son or daughter is feeling and I would say that parents generally would like to know if there is a worry or concern with their child um, so yeah not being alone to just talk to somebody about how they're feeling trying to avoid isolating yourself and making time to be part of the family whether it's for example joining the family at meal times having a movie night going for a walk just stepping outside you know just just maintaining that you are part of the family and you're not alone great and obviously a lot of children and young people find it quite difficult to open up to their parents what are sort of like the policies around accessing psychological help without your parents being involved um i think it's often about young people will open up and speak often one-to-one -one. Um, again it's because a lot worry about upsetting the parents and saying how real things really are for them don't get me wrong in many cases parents are fully aware of everything as well but each individual everybody's different and just you know just be aware that most things can be resolved things aren't impossible and often worries and concerns aren't as bad as what they can sometimes see 
So recently, most of the schools have been forced to adapt a distancing learning approach, which has resulted in a number of children feeling isolated and low in mood. What can families do to help improve this? I think a big bit is because young people have spent so much time not being at school and being at home and many have uh, identified that it's been a long time and they've been bored, they've wanted to get back to school. Also there's been many that have been quite happy not being at school. So I think encouraging some form of routine, getting up at a reasonable time, ensuring that you get showered and dressed as if you would be going out somewhere even if you're staying at home for the day eating meals at pretty much your usual time. So implementing these daily tasks that you would normally be doing if you were at school. Um, breaking studies times and chores and everything into small chunks, having your chill out time. So making it all into manageable blocks that, that's feel doable. It helps the day pass by, it gives you something to focus on and it, it can help relieve those negative thoughts that can often come into our minds, which you can struggle to break up. And just checking in with the young person, you know, how are you feeling today? Can I help you with anything? You know, what's been going on for you? Have you been speaking to your friends lately? Just involving them in conversation, um, suggesting activities to do together outdoors or in, you know, I've even recommended um, reflecting back to younger years and if you played jigsaws, if you did game, you know, board games at Christmas time, things like that, maybe getting out an old game and having a bit of fun, doing a bit of colouring, doing a bit of research is really good too. Um, but encouraging also meeting up or if that's uh, unmanageable, just to be able to check in regular with friends and talking with them. So giving a lot of reassurance as well, that's really important. Yeah, lovely. I'm I can definitely relate to a lot of that. I've been enjoying my jigsaws during lockdown. So what would your top tips be for children who are anxious about returning to school in September? So top tips would be as follows, but I will just say also that on the Great Minds, we've got um, like a little Constantina leaflet that we give out to young people when we meet them. And this has eight steps on it. Um, my organisation, my background, we also do something called the Five Ways to Wellbeing, which covers things very much like this. But I'll read out the eight steps thing. So step one would be about talking. So regular contact and talking to people. Step two will be fueling your body, so regular meals, making sure that even if you can't manage a big meal, have regular small ones, try not to binge eat, try not to reach for sweet things all the time, you know, try to have some kind of uh, healthy balance in there. Sleeping is a big one, so regular genuine bedtimes that are going to work for you. Lots of people have reported going to bed in the early hours of the night and then sleeping most of the day. Um, but managing to relax and switch off if you've been doing lots and lots of studying or lots of chores or any kind of hard work, being able to implement some relaxation time, whether it's listening to music, reading a book, going on YouTube, you know, talking to your friends. And really, really importantly, is it's about being kind to yourself. Um, so many people have so much to offer for their friends and family and have concerns and worries and really want to look after them. But what's really important is about looking after yourself as well and learning to love yourself. 
Social media can be a good thing, but also you've got to assess the negativeness that can go on there as well and, and realise that not everything is how it seems. There's a lot of fake news out there. And if you have got people in your contacts that are very negative, that isn't always a good thing. You know, just sort of assess where you are with those friendships and whether it's good for you or not to be part of that. And then number eight is about being a great friend. So pay a compliment, ask if your friend's okay, arrange to meet up. People sometimes are reluctant to make that first suggestion and are waiting for somebody else to do it. It's just getting over that barrier and finding the confidence to be able to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are there any useful resources which families can access to help manage a child's mental well-being at home? Yeah, there are quite a few actually, um, and there's various ways of accessing them. So be it uh, like we've got the phone apps, for example, Headspace and Calm, they're really good. They incorporate ways of being able to meditate, use mindfulness and just being able to relax and unwind. Um, there's an organisation called Couth.com and that's an online wellbeing organisation where you can access online counselling on there um, but also there are other portals within that where you can go and have chats with others and, and be part of things that can be fun and interesting things on there and everything is safely monitored so nothing that anybody posts on there would go on without um, somebody else a mediator going on and having a look and checking that that is okay um, there's a text crisis service. Um, the text number for that is 85258. It's 24 hours. So if during the early hours you're feeling really low or something's worrying you, you can't sleep, you could text on there. That's all completely confidential as well. Um, something that I've found out recently, which is really quite good, is a website called Action for Happiness. And they have positive actions day by day for each particular month. So it could give you a bit of advice about give a friend a call today, draw a picture of what makes you smile, various different things. And, and that's been quite useful for people to follow too. And then within the Great Minds um, website, there's a flyer. It's the Gembies um, flyer. And that also gives quite a lot of tips and helplines and places to get in touch on the back of that so that's that's quite a good useful tool as well that sounds brilliant it sounds like there's lots of different ways that people can access support and obviously i think lots of young people find it easier maybe some people prefer to speak over the phone maybe some people prefer to do it over text so yeah that sounds really positive hmm. um well thank you hillary that was that was really informative and if listeners would like to know more about the rise counseling service please speak to your own GP practice or visit www.wackeralliance.co.uk forward slash great minds and great minds is spelt G-R-8 hyphen minds.